0: Hi, friend. To celebrate the fifth birthday of the podcast, we are doing something extra special this week. Every day, I'm airing a mini episode with a throwback to an early episode of 3 and 30 that has deeply impacted my life and been part of my journey of learning how to love. For this series, I'm only going to share one takeaway from the original episode, so it will be quick and easy for you to think about or even put into practice today. And then if you're interested in hearing the full episode, I'll link the original in the show notes. As part of this birthday series, I'm also giving away $500 as a thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors. We're calling this the Five Days, Five Ways Challenge because you'll have a chance each day to enter the giveaway for $500 by sharing the podcast in a different, unique way. There will be one grand prize winner at the end of the week who will get $500, and there will also be four runner-up winners who will get a care package from me. So enter each day if you can. For today's Five Days, Five Ways Challenge, do you have a group text with your mom friends or maybe a group me or a Marco Polo for book club, Bible study, or something similar? Tell your group about the podcast and why you love it. Sharing a link to one of our Spotify playlists that applies to the ages of the children of the women in your group would be an excellent recommendation. We'll link those in the show notes. And then go to the link 330 podcastcom slash five and fill out the form to be entered in the giveaway. We would love to see a screenshot of what you shared with your friends. Okay, for today's mini-episode, I'm airing an excerpt from a conversation I had with one of my biggest motherhood mentors, April Perry, co-founder of the website Power of Moms and Learn to Become. When I was a discouraged new mom, I became a part-time copy editor for Power of Moms, and April took me under her wing and encouraged me professionally and personally. She's actually the person who first mentioned to me that I would be a great podcast host. I'm not sure 3 and 30 would exist if it weren't for that encouragement, and I'm just so grateful. A few years ago, I was honored to get to edit the book that April wrote about her mother, Zoe, who passed away several years ago from Alzheimer's. And in this mini episode, you'll hear April share a story about her mom and what it taught her about mothering with love and intention. Here's that story from April.
1: Okay. So we're going to talk about celebrating with our children. And the story is that it was my senior year in high school and we were applying for college. And I, of course, waited till the last minute to send in my application. And it was a joint application scholarship and getting into the school. And my mom overnighted it for me because I waited till the very last minute, totally procrastinated. And I was sure that I wasn't going to get the scholarship. I was like, Mom, I sent it in the last minute. I'm sure it wasn't very good. I don't think I'm really competing that well with the other students. And I was just sure that it hadn't been as good as she thought it was. But she was like, no, April, you're going to get the scholarship. She was just totally believed in me the whole process. So then I was at uh, a musical rehearsal. We were doing a school school musical my senior year. And there's this little tapping at the choir room door. And there's probably 30 students there, plus the teachers, and we're in the middle of these rehearsals, and it's my mom. And I'm like, what is my mom doing here? So I go out to a little staircase, and I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's jumping up and down, and she's holding this big envelope. And she's like, April, it came, it came, and she was jumping up and down. She was so excited for me to open it. And I looked at it, and I saw it was the school. And I was like, Mom, it's probably just a letter telling me I didn't get it. Like, why are you coming here and making this big deal of it? She just handed me, she's like, April, you have to open it. And I opened it, and I did get the scholarship. And mm. and I was excited to have gotten the scholarship, but the memory I have was the look on her face and how excited she was for me and how she wanted to see me open it. When we got home, she had me call all my siblings and tell them. <laughs> and I'm about seven siblings. So we were making a lot of phone calls telling everybody. But she was so, so excited for me. And I just remember as I'm sitting there and she's just hugging me. And I just remember the thought was that my mom really believes in me. I hadn't really believed in myself. And I think That's something even to this day, like I struggle. A lot of those feelings I have are, well, April, who do you think you are to do this? Or who do you think you are to do that? And my mom was always the one who was like my biggest cheerleader saying, April, you were made for this. You can do this. You've got it all. Like she was the one cheering (laughs) me on. And just that feeling when you have someone who believes in you that much and who cheers you on that much. It gives you a confidence that, I mean, honestly, I can't think of like a more beautiful gift.
0: Oh, I love that. And just that moment, I can picture it of her jumping up and down. I mean, what that showed you is what's important to you is important to me, you Mm -hmm. know, as a mom, like if we can communicate that to our children, what's important to you is important to me and celebrate with them and honor them. And I also think about if you had not gotten the scholarship, how it would have been so comforting to have her there with you yes. if you were disappointed and you could have heard her words of advice or knowing her she probably would have made some feisty little remark about how it was <laughs> it was their Them. loss
1: yeah. <laughs> totally one well, but there are some other stories in the book where I did lose things you know I'd run for 7th grade governor and they told me I won and then they realized it was a mistake and I actually hadn't won and my mom was like there by my side because she knew what a loss that was to me as like a 13 year old girl mm-hmm. and so i think that it's not that you always have to be a winner in order to earn her you know her admiration or anything like that but also that she came to the school to give that to me. She could have waited until I got home and said, Hey, April, something came, but she drove and we were about maybe 10 minutes from the school. So it wasn't a huge distance, but still, I mean, she had to go locate me in the choir room (laughs) and come up right in the middle of rehearsal. Like she couldn't wait. She couldn't wait to to show me. And it was just that sweetness and that enthusiasm and that I mattered so much to her.
0: I think when I think of that, college acceptance, you know, your situation with your mom. I think about when my little sister applied to colleges. So my mom passed away when I was 19. My sister was 16. And so Mm. it was just my little sister and my dad at home. And so they had this special relationship and she had applied to go to Stanford and she's super smart, but we knew it was a bit of a reach When she got the letter that she did not get accepted to Stanford, she called my dad at work and told him, and she said, it's fine, dad, we knew that, you know, I probably wouldn't get in. And, and she went on with her day and went to her choir practice or whatever as well. We're also Mm -hmm. choir theater people. (laughs) And then she came home and you have to understand my dad usually like works long hours and he had come home and he had made a banner and hung it over our garage that said Stanford sucks. (laughs) Okay. I love that. So cute. <laughs> and like, he was like this, you know, kind of, You, I've never heard my dad say but the had word had to make socks. her laugh. Like, he was always the one saying like, don't say that word, you know, but he pulled out all the stops to make her feel better. And she said that she just pulled up and just died laughing and went inside and he'd gotten her favorite ice cream and they just shared their ice cream together, you so know? Cute. And so it's like celebrating with them and starving with them. Yeah just being there in those moments of just oh, knowing that, that what's important to them is important to you. Thank you so much for listening to this mini episode as part of our celebration of the fifth birthday of three and 30. If you want to listen to the rest of the episode, you can find a link to that in the show notes. And don't forget to take part in our five days, five ways sharing challenge this week, where you can enter each day to win $500. Details for that can be found at three and 30 podcast.com slash five. And that will also be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today and come back tomorrow for another mini episode with a life-changing takeaway. See you then.